Welcome back to Advanced BS. We're still talking outlaws. Mm-hmm. And... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a weird unison mm-hmm. that you guys did. We're still talking outlaws, and uh, this isn't the last episode. No, this, this, is a, this is a five-week month, so this is we got two more outlaws. This is just talks. episode four of five That's episodes. Before the man who just talked is Stephen Wonderlick. Yeah. To my immediate left is Caleb Woodley. That's right, that's me. And I'm Logue Man Neil Spin. And we're mm-hmm. getting we're getting up in these lawbreakers. We are, mm-hmm. and we're going to continue. Call me, call me J.K. Simmons and Oz because I'm getting up in some criminals. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh boy! Yeah. Yep. All right, boy, yep. howdy! Yep. Uh, Not even a minute in. I... <laughs> Uh, the problem that I had was I immediately you said J.K. and I went with Rowling instead of listening to Simmons, and I'm like. <laughs> That was called Azkaban. <laughs> Not Oz. Although, if those two were mixed, no, no, what no, a no. horrible it's, fan no. fiction if it's, that if it's, is. If it's prison, it's Azkaban. That's what that's yeah. right. God, I wish... If this was next episode, I could transition this right into prison rape, but I'll save it. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm going to save oh, that. Oh, Get ready for next week. All right, people. So now you you have a horrifying tease to hold you over for a yeah. week. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, they're going to they're gonna want They're going to want to listen. It's going to be good. But anyway. Uh, are they? Are maybe. They? But episode <laughs> or four. Or are they going to want to write letters? <laughs> that too. <laughs> a little both. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who they're going to mail the letters to because I've not given my address out. Right. P.O. Box. <laughs> Steve. Seven. Uh, Steve Seven. Steve Seven. <laughs> yeah, they let you name him now. Yeah. Steve Seven. Uh, yeah, okay. My, so... <laughs> my P.O. Box is named Scooter. Mm. My P.O. Box is named P.O. Box, just to be confusing. Yeah. Damn you. Uh, so we're what gonna, are we doing? <laughs> we're going to keep talking about uh, Wild West Outlaws because that's the biggest section of, like, yeah. outlaw base. It's the Wild West, you know. Yeah. And horses, guns. Uh, dust. 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 Uh, uh, clapboard sidewalks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 troughs of water. Ten gallon hats. Uh, uh, ten, ten gallon shoes. Uh, uh, things uh, a toaster would say. Uh, <laughs> things, uh, things a toothbrush uh, does. Uh, survey uh, says. Uh, we're Ooh. not. <laughs> but we, we talked about the big names, the ones everyone thinks of. You're, the, you're, you're Billy the Kids. Billy the you're, Kids. You're, you're Jesse James. You're Jesse Yamies. You're, uh, you're, 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 you're Franco Yamis. You're Butch Cassidy and Paul Newman, and that's the same <laughs> person. The <laughs> you're, but you're, I, you're cowboys. But I found the actual some, just gang. Yeah, but I found cowboys. some lesser known outlaws. Uh, the one I wanted to start with is Black Bart. Um, he was born in 1929. Um, so he is he a pirate? Well, he based himself off, and this happens so much, we've talked about it already, we'll talk about it again. He based himself off of a character that was in the, the Dime Store novels, again, someone That's he read I thought, about. I thought Black like, Bart was a fictional character. It's a fictional character that this guy based himself off. The okay. thing is, is that Black Bart, in the, the fictional world, was, his face was covered, he had long black hair, black eyes, uh, cowboy hat, like, you couldn't see his face, and he would rob people, and he was very dangerous, very, all this stuff. What this... fucking movie am I thinking of with Black Bart? There's Black Bart in, like, a kid's movie. Maybe. Christmas Story. Christmas oh, Story. Right. Oh. When he shoots and he goes, get out of your Black Bart, when he has the fantasy about yeah. shooting. Yeah. There we go. All right, never so mind. This that guy, was just for me. Have this fun. guy based himself <laughs> off Black Bart, but he was very, very he based polite. Black Bart in the, the Christmas Story? Yes. It's weird. <laughs> He's way ahead of his time. Well, or not way far be, or way behind no, he, he, Brian Williams when he went back in time had mentioned told Black him Bart. You, see, you he, gotta see Christmas Story do you got a VCR and the guy's like I, no, Brian what? Williams you mean Brian Adams Brian Adams That's I almost said Brian Adams. Wilson to correct him <laughs> Brian Adams. I got closer with be, being a singer. You said Brian Williams, and I did, I, oh, I caught it right away, but then I tried to you. think. I'm like, was that a reference on him, like, lying? I think he nope. said he's nope. been in the Old West. He was <laughs> there. Did he say no. that? That's yeah. what I was He was like, I was there. I was part of the Old West. He was confusing himself with Brian Adams, <laughs> and oh. I was, too. Who is a time traveler. Exactly. Yes, as we've established. Uh, many, so many times. Black Bart, whose real name was Charles E. Bowles. <laughs> uh, he was born in 1829. Uh, the interesting thing about him was he was robbing stagecoaches from 1875 to 1883. If you're do if you're doing your math, he's in his 40s to 50s when he started robbing. Oh, so one of the one of the oldest of the one outlaws of the oldest of the outlaws because most of them died when they were fucking. But at least one of the oldest yeah. still doing outlaw stuff, not the right. ones that lived he's lives not, after being. He's an not outlaw. touring at this point he, in the no, show. No, he lived a life and then became an outlaw at the end. So he's the Rodney Dangerfield of outlaws. Boom! Right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did he get any respect? <laughs> Does it say in your notes if he got respect? No, he did not. He did not get respect. He did not get oh, respect. He, he got no respect. Oh, my God. Uh, so he was known by his linen duster. Excuse me? Which is, Wait, it, it was a, a long oh, coat. Oh. But it was linen. It was linen. It was a linen. Uh, a flower sack mask. <laughs> And uh, an, un- and an unloaded shotgun was one of the things listed that he was known by. I would assume he wasn't known by that because if you're holding someone up with an unloaded shotgun, I don't feel like they're going to be on board. <laughs> that's, a, that's the <laughs> they're like, oh, it's Black Bart and his unloaded shotgun. Everybody, give him the money. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he throws it at you. I think I don't know. We haven't heard. He hasn't had to use it yet because everyone's just giving him the money. Um, and the other thing he's known by is he always left poetry behind after robbing the oh, stagecoach. I immediately hate him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, that'd, now I'm just like, <laughs> it'd be one thing if he stole my money, but then he'd leave poetry. I'm like, oh, what a pretentious guy. leave a haiku. Oh, fuck oh, that guy. He comes back like a day mine. later. He's like, what, what's your haiku? That's what's your haiku there, Caleb? Stop. Good. All your money is mine. I am going to buy a hat. Wish you were here too. Okay. I just hope he comes back like a day later. He's like, hey, did you read that? What'd you, what'd you think? We gave me notes. Do you have any notes? Any notes in my stuff? I, I have more. Was it poetry he wrote or he would leave like it, I tried poetry. looking into it and it never said. It said he left poetry, but I think he wrote it and we'll get to that at the end of why I think that. Oh. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I want your money. Or I'll shoot you. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. So beautiful. No one said uh, it was great poetry. And then you just hear mongos <laughs> in the background. Mongos? Right? Poetry slams? They do those. Oh, yeah, it's like, mongos. It's like mongos. It's bum, 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 I, I, heard, I heard mongos with an M, and I was like, what? It's not even mongos a, coming. That's, that's not even a thing. Except, yeah, a, except for a, blazing yeah. sounds. Well, it's still old one. Is he in your list? No. <laughs> Is Mongo? No. No. Uh, so, so All black. these people firing guns. I don't need your guns in my <laughs> face. still doing poetry. Like slam poetry. <laughs> Put your money in my bag. Keep your oppression <laughs> off my face. <laughs> so, so Def Jam outlaw poetry slam. Like oh, that. that's amazing and weird. So, so Charles Bowles. <laughs> we're just starting his life at age twenty. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no. We've only got past his name. <laughs> he went to he went to California in 1849 for the gold rush with his cousin and his brother joined them later. However, did he, did he marry them? Because that's what all these guys did. No, yeah, no. Okay. They married some <laughs> No, we're, we'll save that for later. But not this oh. one. But his brother died uh, in ni- in 1854, five years after they went out there for the gold rush. So uh, Charles Bowles moved back east and married Mary Elizabeth Johnson. Bowles, as in the animal, bull or it's B O W L E S. Like Sally Bowles. Bowles. Okay. Like Sally Bowles. I can't tell because with you, it's kind of in between. I know. <laughs> Black Bart. Uh, he uh, moved back east and he settled in Decatur, Illinois, and married Mary Elizabeth Johnson. Um, he enlisted and served in the Civil War in 1862. At age 33, rose to first sergeant in a year. Received many commissions, but he was seriously wounded in Vicksburg and then honorably discharged at age 36 in 1865. Which, I mean, I know he was Illinois. Fought for the Union. I thought I I would ask because now we've had out. The winners. Good. Now we like him. The winners. (laughs) Uh, But he tried farming while he was in Illinois, did not like it, decided I'm just going to leave and go prospect in Montana and Idaho for gold. Man, back in those days, you could just try farming. Like now, yeah, that's, that's like, what it says. Like, so I, try, yeah, I tried like farming. Now it, you have to, you, it needs to be your life. You need to be pretty wealthy to start farming at mm-hmm. this point. Because I remember watching a, a movie. Well, to make money, it's because yeah. to make money, you have to have so much it's acreage. A, exactly. And to do that, you have to have so much equipment. So and, it is always funny when you find those stories of those guys just like, yeah, they farmed for a year. And they're like, you know what, not for me. Like, like that would just destroy your life yeah. now. Yeah. Like, well, and also you could just pick up, like, because there was not terribly a great record keeping system, you could just be like... Well, bye, and like well, completely disappeared. Like, there was, but just was... to try your hand at farming and decide this isn't for Because I was like, too, I watched the movie The Best Years of Our Lives, which is about World War II veterans come back, and one like goes to a bank. He's like, I'm going to get a loan and become a farmer. And I'm just like, that just doesn't happen anymore. No, <laughs> like, no. you Most farms now are handed down you pretty much generation need, you pretty to generation. You pretty much need a family now. Yep. Um, but he went and decided to do prospecting, but he just leaves his wife in Illinois at age 38, uh, moves monster. out to Montana and Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, he writes her all the time, uh, but in 1871, at the age of 42, he writes a letter to his wife about an incident he had with employees of Wells Fargo and vowed to pay them back. That's the last letter he ever wrote her, and she just assumed that he died. 
after that because oh. she never heard from him again. Um, so that's the last you hear about Charles Bowles. He disappears. <laughs> okay. In 1875... That was also a great thing back in those days. You could just not write a letter and everyone's like, well, he's gone forever. Well, he died. <laughs> oh, they, oh, he died. He's definitely dead. He's a prospector. He probably fell off a cliff somewhere. Um, he's dead. In 1875, though, at the age of 46, this is the first time there's a document that mentions Black Bart appearing. Um, it's the first stagecoach robbery that is recorded for Black Bart. So he started when he was 46? Or 36? When he was 46 years old, he started robbing stagecoaches. He started stage being an outlaw. Mm-hmm. And he did Damn. this, he only did this because of something Wells Fargo, uh, Wells Fargo employee did. And then yeah. he's like, I'm just going to take their money then. And he just that starts is, robbing Wells Fargo stagecoaches. That is a grumpy older guy thing to do. So, you know what? Yep. <laughs> I'm tired of going. I was trying to make a deposit. I'm tired of going in there and being treated that way. <laughs> The lines don't even get me started. I'm robbing their train. You know, you know what? I'm gonna go ride their train. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get this wouldn't have happened if they if he had been able to write a letter to Yelp, a <laughs> like old bank. Yeah, I don't think there still are bank Yelp reviews, are they? I there are probably are probably to be are. honest. Or like like a, a customer. Very complaint. easy to rob. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Would not return though. Uh, <laughs> Would like to, but shouldn't. Uh, but it, it, in the first document, it talks about a. Uh, an outlaw by the name of Black Bart coming up and robbing a stagecoach. Uh, they couldn't see his face, and all that they could say is that he had very good manners and he was very polite. Hmm. So good, good. Uh, <laughs> but he uh, he made off with thousands of dollars a year doing this for quite a long time. From see, if you're nice and you don't just shoot everybody in forever. the face, that cause that's that was the problem. Billy the Kid just shot everybody in the face who ever was like, "Hey, you're a jerk." Yeah, that was it. If you're nice, you can start old and do it so for from, a long time. So from 1875 to 1883, he was 46 to the age of 54. He just robbed stagecoaches and made about a thousand dollars a year that he was taking from Wells Fargo. Only a thousand? Uh, it says thousands of dollars a year he was making. So that's at least two back thousand. in 1883. Yeah. A couple thousand dollars. You're living a year. on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um. So in 1883, he attempted to rob. Another Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, because they had been getting robbed so long, figured out the smart idea of, what if we bolt the safe to the floor of the the stagecoach rather than something people can pick up and leave with? Um, So he was trying to rip this thing out that was bolted down. Throughout his back? No, someone came and shot him (laughs) uh, from behind. He lived and got away, but he dropped his glasses and his handkerchief. Oh. I know. Bad day. Rat, just pack it up. Never again. Uh, <laughs> but, when it rains, it pours. But <laughs> a, a Wells Fargo detective, uh, who also worked with the Pinkerton Detective Agency, uh, was hired. Uh, his name was James B. Hume. Um, and he took the handkerchief and it had a laundry mark on it. He tracked it to a laundromat or a whatever, their dry cleaner laundry service, yeah. something yeah. back in the day. Um, in San barber Francisco, or something. barber. They, they, they all did the, the barber it was, was the also, dentist. Yeah, the barber was your dentist, your laundry uh, guy, whatever. Your, your your primary care physician who would just leech you. Yeah, exactly. sure. Yeah. Uh, so th- that guy is you're also your laundry. Yes. <laughs> so they tracked it all the way to San Francisco. Um, they went in t- uh, to the laundry service and said, "Do you recognize this?" And everybody had their own individual mark of what laundry service it was and who it belonged to. And so they gave him where Black Bart or Charles Bowles was living in San Francisco. Yeah, what, like they would like, they would like put a stamp on it. Or it, it, I don't know if it was stitched or stitch marked or what, but yeah, it led you back to wherever it got washed last. Jeez, if fucking dry cleaners did that now, people would be like pissed. Just yeah, like, hey, why did you put you a ruined th- my clothes? Why did you put a thing on my shirt? Like <laughs> this what? was this was an expensive suit jacket, and you put a damn. I stamped it. Stop! I stamped it. Now it you know like, where it came from. I brought it to be clean. Now you know where I, I washed want, it. I wanted things not on it. You know, it's all right. It's advertising. Now you know where we washed it. Yeah, I'm never it's, coming back. They bedazzled like Jane's <laughs> on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's going to think I'm Jane's. Mm. No, they won't. They'll know. They're going to think I own a bedazzler. Nope. That's <laughs> no. worse. No. Uh, but they went to <laughs> the, the boarding house where Bowles was at. Uh, they knocked on his door. They came in. He said his name was T.Z. Spaulding. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they and they said, what do you do for a living? And he said, oh, I'm a prospector, and that's all I do, and all this stuff. And they were searching his place and found a Bible that was a gift from his wife that had his real name signed in it. Oh, and it said yeah. Charles Bowles. So they arrested him, and then he confessed to robbing stagecoaches, but only up to a certain year, about eight years prior to them getting to him, or like the first few in the first couple years. He confessed to those and said, I've done no more after that, though. 
Um, so they just let go, probably. No. <laughs> he thought he was being smart enough to avoid the... Like the max sentence? The limitation of how long statue. they can... Oh, statue the statute of limitations. limitations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it turns out he was wrong that for robbing it was longer, and so they arrested him. And especially for that amount, yep. too, I'm sure it's... And outlaws aren't known for being good at math. Mm-mm. But the police report did say he's back in those days. They said he's a person of great endurance, exhibited genuine uh, genuine wit under most trying circumstances, and was extremely proper and polite in behavior. And he abstained from profanity while we arrested him. That was in the police report. He didn't swear while we arrested him. That's something we're not used to seeing. That (laughs) nice Um, guy would call again. Yeah, Uh, he was definitely arrest again. (laughs) Would arrest again. Such a a pleasant, such a gentleman. And you know what? He didn't even fight. Like he he gave us all his prints really quick. Didn't say that the cuffs were too tight. Really, a joy. Actually, polished us off too. Do you want? (laughs) If you want to know something, I won't get too much. I have a police report, and in it it says I was very polite. Hey, in my police report. So. It's from that school you burned down. Yeah. Yep. But I was super polite. You were really about nice it. about it. So it's kind. Like, I'm sorry, I thought it was a Sunday. I thought it'd be empty. <laughs> oh, that was dark. <laughs> so, so uh, Black Bart was sentenced to six years in San Quentin. Uh, he never, ever killed anybody, so he was just sentenced for the robberies and okay. murder. So that's why it's only six years. He did four years because, of course, he got out for good behavior because this guy is the nicest apparently guy the, in the nicest world. fucking man on the planet. But he was released. Kindest in, criminal. Yeah. Yep. He was released in 1888 at the age of 59. Reporters, when he was out of prison, asked, "Are you going to rob any more stagecoaches?" Which, what a dumb question, from a reporter. But yeah, but there's probably it's some... one of those sensational pieces. Like we asked him if he was going to rob any more stagecoaches. Yeah, coaches. but from what we've read about some of these outlaws, some of them might have been like, "Hell yeah!" Like, yeah. Like, oh like, yeah, honestly... we we will get into that. Yeah, <laughs> but, see, see. That's uh, what I'm but he replied, "No, gentlemen, I'm through with crime." And then they asked, "Will you write any more poetry then?" And he said, "Now, didn't you hear me say that I'm through with crime?" Oh, oh shit! He's charming too. <laughs> God damn, and he's witty. Um, but after release, uh, he went and cleared out his boarding house the day after he was released from prison. Wait, uh, they kept all his shit for six years? Yeah, because... For four years, I guess? They they, they never emptied his room. They oh, just left the, it untouched. The back rent. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but then he left, and he was never heard from again by anybody. That's the last time he's mentioned in any kind of documentation really? or anything. Is at the age of 59, he cleared out, moved out of San Francisco, and disappeared. Interesting, but it makes you wonder, like stuff like that. If he had a bunch of money put somewhere, maybe that I'm, he just came back, claimed his money, and said, "All right, if, I'm he, done. if he had thousands yeah. saved so, up, I, I, potentially, you, especially because, like, I don't know what the current equivalent would be, but if you like only lived off of half of it and buried the other half somewhere, mm-hmm. or like kept yeah. it somewhere, and why wouldn't you? Yeah, why yeah, you, you should just be like because right. when you get arrested, you can come back and get it later, and you'd at least have enough made up to live out the rest of your life, enough to at least just start over. And well, then and, go, right. and at fifty nine in eighteen, yeah, he's almost done. Because he's, he's, he's not far well, from done. Well, not even that, too, but it's even just in that time, too. He, I mean, he's already done it a couple of times. Go somewhere, just boom, new identity. Yeah. yeah. Got a couple couple thousand dollars to start, to set up, and that's good money in that era. Get a new job, new name, maybe start yeah. a business, boom, he's set. Maybe try farming. He's fine. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's like, he's like you know, I'm going to go back. <laughs> Farming's all right. I got my revenge on Wells Fargo. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be successful after this. Uh... <laughs> they're about to take a knee on the rest of yep, this. Yeah, uh, I got thousands company. of dollars from them. <laughs> um, but that's Black Bart. So maybe like one of the most like he never went back to ominous, his wife, though. No, that's a little well cool. that we know of. But she yeah. never heard from him again. Or that's what she says, and he sent the other half of the, the money, money to, to her. her. And then, and then, but yeah. you got to think that she, he was away from her for fifteen years, so she probably remarried her. Yeah, but yeah. that was pretty common back then. It was because you would just get I'm up gonna, and go to the gold. I'm gonna rush. go on a trip. Hey, not. Gonna I see heard you there's for gold decades. in California. I'll see you in ten years. Yeah. I'll send for you. Really? I mean, I could just. I'll write you. I I could just go with you and like. I'll send for you. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, you don't know. You don't send for me. I'll send for you. I will send for you. Like no, I'm I'm like really busy. Like I'll Mm -hmm. send for you. But like what? I mean, like I could really. It's gonna be me and a few guys. We're gonna have one room, so it'll be uncomfortable for you. You said I'll send for you. Well, no, but if you're there with me, you'll protect me. I know you will. See, I'm. I there's gold, and I'm gonna have to focus on that. I'm doing. It's man stuff. It, It is for us in the long run. So if you could just. You know, hang out for a little bit. Okay? Oh, oh. I'm only going to be like eight states away. Okay, so... It's, I, okay. It's not me, it's you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. And I, I shouldn't... I, should talk- I meant to say it the other way, but... <laughs> I, think, I, I think... I think we've talked about this talking thing that you're doing. Oh, you're... Oh. Yep. Not going to get the vote that way. Yeah. 
1888. What are right? we doing? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're being monsters from the past. Yay! Um, the past <laughs> monsters. <laughs> I would watch that show. Uh, uh, past <laughs> monsters. Isn't that just the like... glass ceiling is real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I would not watch that show. <laughs> oh, the theme song got real. Nope. We turned... <laughs> is that the show you turn on? You're like, hey! And the glass ceiling is real. Oh. Mm. <laughs> past but isn't, monsters. Isn't past monsters just every show on the History Channel? Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's pretty much just, or even some shows like, on like investigative discovery yeah murderers right which is like hey, aliens do you want to hear, you want to hear, uh, how, yeah. want to hear how awful the nazis were we know yeah. they're bad right. thanks they're for the really, history really lesson bad. they do keep remaking that show just like yeah. i wish they would just have a show that's just called nazis am i right like just like <laughs> they, keep, they keep coming up with new shows to be like oh the nazis like did this fucked up shit like yeah we know yeah there's, I mean, i'm sure there's a lot of stuff we don't know but you don't need to tell us anymore yeah, well, <laughs> we have enough we haven't i mean like it's good that people are exploring history i just don't the weirdest oh, one so i saw different. though is it was world war ii in color and all it is is they've taken old footage and color and they've colorized it and they've acted like this is like opened up new like research or whatever i'm like has it has it really um, wow yeah it's, i i tanks were brown right oh yeah <laughs> i thought Use they were that. green like the army men <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a thing. If you if we if we learn about the past, we're not gonna repeat it. So no brown tanks anymore. Because now we know. Well, they they won though. More brown tanks. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag more brown tanks. Yeah. Are you talking so, about Sherman tanks? Sure. Men. <laughs> um, my next outlaws: <laughs> Jenny Little Britches Stevens and Cattle Annie. Excuse Ooh. me? Je- Jenny, Little, Little Bridges, Stevens, uh, Captain Geach, and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> uh, and Cattle Annie. Uh, they were. Uh, so I have more on Jenny Little Bridges Stevens. Uh, she was born in 1879, but this was made into a movie in 1981 about these two, starring Amanda Plummer as Cattle Annie and Diane Lane as Little Bridges. And it was just called that? Those I names? I don't know what it was. It, it was actually called, it was just called like uh, Cattle Annie and Little Bridges is the name of the movie. Okay. I mean, I'll watch this movie. Diane Lane's a, an American treasure. So, okay. Did you say I think? Yeah, I, I think I'm. I think you know. I, I think so. In my opinion, little, American icon, little, maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not. Maybe you know. Diane Lane, who, who am I to say? Yeah, Diane uh, Lane, possible American sweetheart. Sure. I hope. Yeah, that's <laughs> Diane Lane, possibly a great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so little britches. Mm-hmm. Was uh, when she was young was married off to a deaf mute horse dealer named Benjamin oh, Midkiff. Boy, uh, that's when she was a <laughs> did teenager. It, did it really matter what his name? No, nope. um, he's not gonna hear it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or tell anybody. Or tell anybody. Wait, was, he was just uh, described as Benjamin Midriff because he always wore no Midkiff. Oh, oh Midkiff. Oh. Midriff. Yeah, he wore really. <laughs> he wore really short all the time. He was just Benjamin Midriff. Hey, hey boys. Oh, <laughs> You don't want me to say anything? Uh, he, I just saw you revving up and you were going to do that. You, uh, he, you guys need them horted? <laughs> <laughs> so she was a teenager when she was married off to, to Benjamin. Uh, she was married off or just got married? She basically, her dad like married okay, that, her. That's what I was guy. asking. Yeah. Is like... um, he returned her, which I, I know that sounds awful. He brought her back to the house Is after it... six weeks. Oh, that's, Due within to her... the, that's within the 90 days. Yeah. <laughs> she, still had, she was still under warranty. Yeah. 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 Uh, he brought her back due to her being unfaithful. Ooh, no. shit. Uh, Maybe it's because she, he wasn't great to talk to. I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe they didn't get to know each other very well. Yeah, you know, when you just hand someone over to, to a deaf mute guy and say, here's your uh, your wife. Uh, and she's just like, hi. I'm... I don't blame her. I'm on her side immediately. Uh, <laughs> uh, she escaped then from from well, not escaped, but she left home. She didn't, I made it sound like she was locked up, so she she ran away from home. I mean, then. she's kind of been treated like property for most well, of the time. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but she got <laughs> involved in a lot of like horse theft, cattle rustling. She paired up with then Cattle Annie, who was another person known for being an outlaw. Uh, cattle Annie was also someone who stole horses, stole cows. Um, was really good with a Winchester rifle back then. Um, they got in a lot of different, like, situations with the, uh, not police, but sheriffs and, and U.S. Marshals. The and law, like man. The law. The law. Um, they're, they're early on Thelma and Louise, basically. Oh, okay. They, they grab hands it's while riding horses. Horse. Yeah. Right <laughs> off a cliff. Right <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, uh, uh, sorry, Little Britches was caught 
uh, by Sheriff Bill Tilgman. Uh, he put her in the care of a different sheriff who... I think it's a different deaf mute guy. No, it's different. <laughs> uh, what took are the odds? Took it to a, a different sheriff and said, please watch her for a minute. And then he left because they were still trying to track down Cattle Annie. Um, the other sheriff, she asked if she could go use the, the, the bathroom and he could go ahead or wherever. And so she went out the back. She snuck out the back. Uh, stripped down, which is probably how she got a little go bastard anyway. I think so. Yeah, outhouse. I think it probably was outside. So he just let her. Go. He let her go outside, <laughs> like, and their horses are outside. And know? it's not like hot wiring. You can just get on a horse yeah, and go. Dude, yeah. So she just, I don't. She was in a full dress when they captured her. So she ripped off the dress, rode away in her underwear on the on the back of the horse. He just let her go, go outside. Go. That's that's exactly what you're not supposed to do with a prisoner. Yeah. It's just, just yeah, go outside. Him. Yeah. God yeah. trust you. You're only gonna walk to the outhouse. Well, you're not going. You're not going to be able to ride a horse in that dress. I mean, uh, well, you're a lady. Lady drivers don't get started. Like, oh, you're going to try and ride side saddled? <laughs> Come on. Um, but Bill Tilgman <laughs> took off after him. She got away. The sheriff was like, "Oh no!" And then like had to go get Bill Tilgman. Did you, did you make him deaf? Sure, why not? <laughs> um, and then he chased so him. So I down. was right. <laughs> they uh, they caught uh, Catalani sneaking out of a window of a house, and they had her. And then they also uh, caught Little Bridges on the horse. She fired at him with a Winchester rifle. Uh, Bill Tilgman shot the horse, and so she fell to the ground. He went after her to get her. Um, it knocked the gun out of her hands. Uh, when he was trying to arrest her, in the report, he put that she was scratching at him. She bit him. She was, like, throwing dirt in his eyes, like, all this stuff. Said my dick was small. <laughs> all the stuff that women are good at. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> But when they captured both of them, they put the two years in jail. Again, two outlaws that weren't known for killing anybody. They opened fire on a lot of people a lot. But they both only got two years in jail. Uh, Little Britches went back to crime afterwards and died shortly soon after. Uh, How'd she die? I don't know. I don't have it. She, no one cares. Did, she did she disappeared or... from the, the record, oh, okay. basically. Yeah, she, until yeah, she she's done. Cattle Annie lived a long time. She got uh, married and, and actually lived a long life after that and after being captured or whatever. What'd she do? Do you know? Or did not say. She also, in the report, she still stole for a long time. Oh, she Like, did. still rustled cattle and stuff like that. Oh, okay. She just apparently didn't get caught. She got better at it. That's she, all I got. She got better at crime. She yeah. got better at crime. <laughs> that's the thing. If you're good enough at crime, you won't be in history books. Like, right. If you're, exactly. Oh, the, if you're, the world's best outlaws, we've never heard. We don't know who they are. <laughs> we, we don't know who the best we outlaws are. We don't know who are. they are. Because they never once got captured or... Well, yeah. they probably weren't outlaws then. You had to get captured once to be to an outlaw. Know. To have your name. To, to... The, the world's best criminals. World's best will. criminals Cause, cause, yeah. were not outlaws because you never knew. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're all, we're just I, saying we're the all same. on the same thing. I think thing. we're just saying we're the same all thing. All... Yeah, yeah, you're really good at crime. Take a boat. I... That was hands going up. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. My next guy, Henry Starr. Great-grandfather of Ringo. Maybe, possibly... Probably not. A guy who should have stopped doing what he was doing. Well, really, all of them should have. Right. Yeah. So he robbed his first bank in 1893. Okay. He was caught, sentenced to hang. His mother appealed to Teddy Roosevelt because one of Starr's relatives was a rough rider in Cuba oh, with Teddy Roosevelt and okay. said, please don't hang my son. And he's like, bully. And then they let him go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he really, he really... <laughs> and then he went back to boxing a kangaroo. He really um, bullied them into that decision. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The weird thing is they had to be in like the Morse code, like they remember what's the what's the wire? The <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the telegraph, telegraph, yeah. yeah. So he bully stop. <laughs> so instead of being hanged or hung, we've never I don't know, uh, hunged. <laughs> he was. Is it, is it hanged? I it's hanged. It's hanged. It's hanged. I think. I'm pretty sure when it comes it's a, to it's a, it's a hung jury though. No, no, no I know, but it's a different context. I think in the context of execution, it is hanged. Yeah, he has been hanged. I will agree with you because that sounds right. Okay. At least that that's what I, right. I believe that's what I've heard in movies. Like yeah. yes, grammatically, if if just talking about hanging something, it's, it's been hung. hung. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I don't know. So he was sentenced William to. Hung? He was sentenced to. <laughs> he was sentenced to three years in prison. And wow! Instead of being executed, <laughs> that guy was in had his fifteen minutes seventeen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> now he's in this William podcast. Hung. <laughs> There's five more seconds for you, William. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm. 
He hangs, he hangs. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. oh shit! Yes! yes. <laughs> there it is. So, oh boy. He was sentenced to three years in prison, gets out because he had someone go to go to bat for him. I'm not listening to you. Yeah, I know. I'm still enjoying that. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, he gets married. Yeah. And then goes back to robbing banks. Of course. Gets caught, serves another four years in prison, gets out, goes back to robbing banks. Robs 14 of them in Arkansas. See, if you're not getting better. No, you're just not. <laughs> like, you, got, you got 14. He robs 14 in a row okay, in Arkansas. That, I mean, and doesn't get That's caught true. between the 14. In 1915, he tries to rob a bank in Oklahoma. A teenager shoots him. Uh, he's wounded and captured, sentenced to two years in prison. Gets out. Plays himself in a silent movie in 1919 about his character of a bank robber he plays himself yeah. does he does he know that he's on a set or does he think he's doing really well at robbing <laughs> well, I'm really this one oh, man. who are these guys uh, everyone in this bank is super agreeable they're scared <laughs> but they're super agreeable almost like they were told what to say but he but he, he gets <laughs> shot sil- it's a silent movie he gets <laughs> shot he goes to jail he gets out and they say hey you want to be in a movie about yourself being a bank robber the movie's called a debtor to the law uh it was made in 1919 Gets done with the movie. They wrap up. They're like, great job. He goes back to robbing banks. <laughs> I thought he just, like turns around and is like, give me the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> put, him, put him in this bag. Uh, so in 1920, he goes back to robbing banks. 1920? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, in 1921, he tries robbing another bank, but an employee by the name of W.J. Myers had a hidden shotgun in the vault and uses it to turn and kill him. Boom. And that's the end of his story. But it's basically Rob Bank captured. Let's try again. Captured. Two, try so again. He got two years every time. Well, no, yeah. No, no. Even after we did the no, he got three, three years, years, then four years, years then two, two years. years. Like, and that was and that was after incons- the after the, the very first one. They said we're gonna hang you. Yeah. So he is. And then they probably realized this guy can't be hanged. He has very inconsistent. Yeah. Sentencing. Well, especially because how many did he rob the first time when he got three years or four years? It was like he it had was, robbed a few when he got when he was then, sentenced to hang. But then when he robbed fourteen. But he, he was sentenced. Two years. He was sentenced. This is a very important figure, and I can't remember the full name of this guy. But do you have you guys ever heard of? There's a famous judge known as the Hanging Judge. Yes, I've heard. That's who his first trial was with. Oh, it's a guy who like sentenced everyone oh, to hanging, like, no like, matter yeah, what the yeah. crime. A no nonsense judge. Yeah, he's just like, you just oh, hanged. you stole an orange, hang him. Like a, a negative nonsense. Judge, yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like he wouldn't even allow actually what law is. It was it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was he was judge jury uh, executioner uh, uh, basically. Uh, tough on crime kind of yeah. guy. One of those. And so he was known as yeah, yeah, he's a asshole. But he was known as the hanging. That was the first one. And I don't remember okay. what state that was in, but he sentenced him to hang. It was weird that he only got two years after he did a string of fourteen. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he got two years after and the fourteen. Did they, well, I mean, maybe they didn't have evidence for all those. But if your previous sentences evidence. are three years, this is the old west. That's not what that means. No, but I don't mean, know like, what that means. But I mean, like, if you get three years, then four years, and then two years, it's just so inconsistent. I would think you would get like yeah. three, four, five. Yeah, I mean, usually I just how like it goes. patterns. Usually you're, you get more. Usually your yeah, next offense is is more worth least. It's weird. Anyway, all right, that's strike seven. Uh, <laughs> seven, right. You get two weeks Knock probation. Knock it off, Henry. Would yeah. you like to be in a movie? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it went. He started with four years, ended up being an actor. Here, stand next to this corpse we bought. Uh, <laughs> what was that guy's name? Oh, what was his name? Uh, I don't know. What I don't. Curdy no. McCurdy. McCurdy. Something McCurdy. You can find out his story. Ernie McCurdy. You can find out his story in the last episode of Vance mm-hmm. you, you probably was, already listened to, but if you haven't, go back. Go back. It's uh, it like, He was in movies after being dead. <laughs> yeah. Which not a lot of people can say. No, he's, no he was I the, think Tom Hanks will do it. He's I, the, I hope so. <laughs> he's the only outlaw to And be, I don't mean like he appeared in movies after his death. I mean, he was in the movie as himself. Yeah, no one no one played him yeah. in the movie. His corpse was in The yeah. Six Million Dollar Man. Well, a TV show, I guess. He wasn't in movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that was a popular show. Yeah, it was pretty popular. popular. All right, let's talk about Tom Horn. Okay. Born Tell in 1860. Me. He uh, originally was a lawman. He was a bounty hunter. He was an Apache scout. He was a Pinkerton detective. Wow. Uh, he fought with the Rough Riders as well in wow. Cuba. Uh, and using his knowledge of speaking Apache, he was able to help capture the Indian chief Jeromit. Ger- uh, Ger- <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <sighs> he was able to help capture the Indian chief Geronimo. There hey, it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that nice. was a word. Geronimo. Jamnamo. Uh But anyway, he was hired by a ranch. Drama Jovi. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get some Dramano's pizza later? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he was hired by a rancher after his law career ended. And a lot of these, you find out, like these lawmen did just say, like, I'm done, that's enough, or I'm going to die. Because uh, right. that was the, the time. So he was hired by a rancher to basically protect his ranch. 
that I just want you to patrol. I've had a lot of cattle rustlers. Um, he also had a feud with his neighbor, and he's like, I just want people off my property. Well, the family um, feud was with another... He hired someone to get people off his lawn. Pretty much, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the ultimate curmudgeon. Yep. Uh, curmudgeon <laughs> once removed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he was having... So the guy who hired him was named uh, John Cable, and John Cable was having a feud with Kells Nichols. Um, during that time of the feud, someone went on to Nichols' property and shot his uh, 13-year-old son and killed him. History you, believes you can't, you can't you can't bring back family. You can't bring Nichols back. <laughs> I was working on a Keenan and Kells joke. <laughs> oh god, neither neither of them were worth it. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so they think that the whoever shot him was trying to shoot. I'm Kells. guessing he loved orange phosphates. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's a that is a deep cut. Uh, Sorry. But they think that someone was trying to kill Kells and mistook the 13 year old son for the father. I don't know. Probably back then because the father was probably 22. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, and, he, and he had a son when he was 10. Yep. Yeah. A deputy U.S. marshal uh, named Joe LaFors supposedly heard Tom Horn later in a saloon confessing. Uh, the murder of this son in a drunken stupor. He was then arrested, managed to escape, until he was recognized uh, by a whorehouse owner in 1903, where he was captured, and then he was hung in, or hanged, in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And that's basically his story. But it was a lawman who became basically like a paid, a hired gun, and then killed someone and ran away for it, and then admitted it while he was drunk. Because who doesn't get drunk and claims all the children they've murdered? <laughs> I do every time. <laughs> every yeah. time. Yeah. You guys want to hear a story? I, when I get drunk, I talk about children that haven't died yet. <laughs> wow. I'm not doing it, but I see it. <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> mm. in, in my drink. In my drink. I see everything. Um, I have my... My last outlaw, mm -hmm. uh, this guy I found interesting. He wasn't on the run a long time. Your last but this is the man. Wild West outlaw? Yes. Cool. My last Wild West outlaw. Whole, Show's other, over. We have a whole other episode. There's I, another week. I fucking hope this isn't your oh, last outlaw. Shoot, I'm done. Um, <laughs> Jack McCall. And the only reason he's famous is he is the man who shot Wild Bill Hickok. Now, right, yes. We talked about Wild Bill being kind of a showman and not some. I, we were. A little bit off track. He was a lawman before he took to the I road. I said he was a lawman. Yeah, you did, and we yeah. said, "Oh no, he was more of like a." Showman I, I said, with, "I said he wasn't with Annie Oakley law. and Calamity Jane." So I feel like Jane this, I feel like this like is this. A, a long winded way to say you were fucking wrong. We were wrong. Okay, but, but when we when not we, Logan, thank you. Well, I also and Caleb, I, I, I chipped in more than Caleb. I, and I <laughs> Caleb said, was talking about Annie Oakley, and I also said that he wasn't an outlaw. We knew that. We knew he was a He's a straight up. He so was a lawman, but was he still also, true. But he also he was, was known for killing people as well, and not necessarily just criminals, but he was never wanted for it. And right. actually, I left this out of my research because it was a lot of writing and a lot of stuff. A lot of the people I researched that are outlaws that did kill people and killed multiple people, they were released so many times. Like, they were never found guilty ever. Yeah. Like, all of them. And we talked about, like, Curly Bill and stuff like that. Like, just they'd go to trial and they'd be like, I don't know, self defense. It's fine. He was well, yeah. and what I saw most times, a lot of these people that killed like three or four people and it went to trial, and it really was just like I shot this guy in the saloon for talking smack. They always say he was within his right to kill him. Is always the verdict that comes back. <laughs> that basically, like if this person's talking trash, yeah, he got shot. Yeah, the law, the main law in the land used to be just don't talk shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or it, it's kind of like it, I, it'd be interesting to have today, where it's like don't be an what? asshole. Yeah, the old the old throwing shade defense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the world would be, way, especially in like in like gang culture, it'd be way different. Just like, well, he talks shit. Well, then you're free to go. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I read that many times where the verdict was well within his right to kill this person. No, wow. he he tweeted that I had a hairpiece, so he had to die. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. That's it's fair. Dismissed. That's fair. Mm, gavel, yeah. gavel, gavel. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Wild Bill first. Sure. So Wild Bill was a was a lawman. He was supposedly married to Calamity Jane, but there was never any record of it. But they spent all their their time together. Um, he was a lawman in uh, Arizona for a while, and he did murder some people. There was some stuff that went on. Um, he killed a guy who owned a bar. Reason being, there was an argument in the town about a painting of a buffalo that was above the saloon's door. <laughs> you can stop now and I'm satisfied, but I want yeah. some more details. I, kinda, I don't care what's next, but I want to hear what's yeah. next. A lot of the town people were upset. <laughs> That the buffalo that was painted above the door too was... Too well endowed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, really? Yes. Really? What? I'm going to make that joke! 
Holy shit! I was actually gonna make that same joke. Like someone had made a dick on it too big, and everyone was mad about that. So there was a debate on whether it should be painted over. <laughs> the, that is so the ridiculous. The buffalo genitals. I was ma- oh my god. I was making a no, joke. No, and I was gonna say the same. And then I was gonna like. And one of the townspeople oh showed up with paint. And an argument it broke drew out. A bigger dick. <laughs> and <laughs> Wild Bill ended up shooting one of the bar owners over the dispute about the buffalo's genitalia. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was Dude. he pro or against? Uh, big, I think he was just trying to settle dick. the argument. I don't know if he was ever. It doesn't say was whether he, he was, was pro or con buffalo. Dick. Was he pro chub or was he <laughs> anti chub? Uh, that means. Oh, just can we appreciate that someone in this world has lost their life? Over buffalo a painting, painting of a buffalo of a penis. buffalo's dong. Yeah, can we just appreciate that. Yeah, someone someone had to explain to somebody. Oh, how'd your husband die? <laughs> um, argument about a buffalo he, dick. He he thought this buffalo's dick was too big. No, dear husband's no, family. that guy lived. Or the guy who died is the one who said, "Don't paint don't over paint that buffalo dick." No, no, he so that's he was, gonna stay. He was really trying to defend. <laughs> he was very passionate about art. Yeah, that, you know, that's how they do say it. That's how they say it. <laughs> this is the hardest letter I've ever had to write um, to my husband's family. I just want to say he, he died, died doing what he loved, defending art. This is a hard letter because he died defending a hard one. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Oh, so that's shit. I just wanted that backstory on Wild Bill. It has oh, nothing no, to do with Jack McCall. That's, oh, I no, love it, that it, detail. It's a fun so time in history. It needed to be told. Please. So Wild Bill ended up being there was a, a, a huge dis, uh, after the Buffalo Dong thing that there was a. <laughs> There was a back and forth of the we other bar. Once, we haven't once said buffalo penis. We've only said dong, chub, every other Dick. word. Dick. The, uh, the other bar owner had a had a vendetta against, bu- uh, not Buffalo Bill, Wild Bill. Wild That's a whole yeah. different thing. Yeah. Um, but would, so, would you, would you paint over me? <laughs> I paint over me. I paint over me hard. Uh, so was, was the buffalo's dick was it tucked between its back? <laughs> Maybe. It, was, it looked like a second tail. <laughs> so, in 1876, so at that point, Wild Bill Hickok moved to Deadwood. And he right. lived in, in Deadwood. And he played poker every And that night. got canceled after three years. So. <laughs> because the set And that was the down. end of his, that that was was the the end end of his story. <laughs> um, so, he was playing poker in a saloon in Deadwood. He played poker every night. He had just been dealt a queen and two pair of aces and eights. When wow, Jack McCall, uh, a drifter, came up behind him and shot him in the back of the head with a Colt 45, killing Wild Bill and shooting another guy in the arm with the bullet that went through Wild Bill. Oh God! Uh, so in poker, if you're dealt, if you get aces and eights in poker, it is known as the dead man's hand. Oh shit! Uh, so if you're ever watching poker on TV and someone has two pair of aces and eights, they always oh, got the dead man's hand. Like that's what it's called. Okay. Now. Now, in the show of Deadwood, I just know, I've only watched, like, the first season yeah, yeah. when, and spoiler alert, but in the first season, Wild Bill Hickok gets killed. They do that. Yeah. In that, he, like, embarrasses Jack McCall, like, a, the night before. Did that ever happen? Or was yes. Jack, that did happen. Yes. Okay. The sorry. night before, Wild Bill took $110 from him in poker. Okay. Um, however, at trial, McCall claimed Wild Bill had killed his brother in Abilene, Kansas, mm-hmm. which is the same exact town one of our previous outlaws got arrested for killing a guy while snoring. Was awesome. Oh, that guy! That was in Abilene, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, every town sucked. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really. But he said, he uh, Wild Bill killed my brother in Abilene, Kansas. I was getting revenge. The jury found him not guilty mm-hmm. for avenging his brother, because that's perfectly valid. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a, like, what a, it's like, it's beautifully simple, but then also fucking terrible. Like, it is also, like, there is part of it that's just like, oh, you can, avex- you can avenge your family legally, but also you're like, but no, you can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but here's the bad thing. Because you find out... I mean, it's all bad. Like, that murder is but, just wrong. But no you find what. out that you can just say that. McCall never had a brother. Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, fuck they that. They just guy. had him on the stand, and he was like, he killed my brother. And they're like, oh, okay, no, yeah, he, sorry. He, he, I'm he, not guilty. And then they <laughs> looked into it. Oh, he doesn't have a brother. No, Whoops. They, he just, they, he knew how to lie the correct way. Yeah, no brother. Um, what's nice is uh, Wild Bill's Wild Bill's brother, who he did have, uh, came out uh, came out to Deadwood from Illinois, where he lived, and wanted this done again. Wanted the trial again because McCall was now drifting around Wyoming and the Dakotas, bragging to everybody how he killed the famous Wild He's Bill and he did it. I did it. Yeah. When he snuck in and shot him in the back of the head. Right. Um, and so they got enough people involved that because Deadwood sits on Indian territory. 
they claim the trial null and void, that it never happened. It doesn't count. It wasn't on U.S. soil as much as it was on Indian territory. Oh. So now Double Jeopardy is gone. We can yeah. retry him oh. for that because, because lawmakers agreed this trial doesn't count because it was on Indian territory. Wow. So and because they found out he fucking lied about having Yeah, and, and they were just, and they found a loophole and he lied and they're going to find this way yeah, to retry like, him okay, and whatever. Like, hey, you found a loophole, we found a loophole. So they re that, that offsets. So they capture him again and hold trial again and he's found guilty, of mm. course. And they sentence him to hang. In 1877, as they're marching him up, his last words were, draw it a little tighter, Marshal, was what he said to him as they're putting the noose on him. Uh, so a real cool guy. I mean, that's as far as just badass last words, it's not, eh. it's not bad. Don't you want it actually slightly loose, though? Isn't that how you get, like, the snap? Well, uh, yeah, when it tightens up, it snaps the yeah the back part of your. That's what I'm saying. If, you, if yeah. you tighten it all Otherwise the way, he's just gonna strangle. Doesn't that just, yeah. don't you just fall and strangle? <laughs> that just choke to death. Yes. You would. You, yep. would, you would honestly want so it. He to was just death. asking for a worse death. I guess. Yeah, that's what I think. A slower um, death. I mean, maybe I, I'm not maybe, sure if that's yeah, scientific. I, I think I've just heard that. But, but I know, I, I, uh, yeah, that's why it's got the thirteen knots yeah. and stuff. It's been, it's been a while since I've been to a public hanging. Yeah. Jack McCall was officially that day the first person legally executed in the Dakota Territories. Oh, good for them. Records. Yeah. <laughs> record setter. Tr trendsetter. Trendsetter. Um, <laughs> did you know the last public execution was like 1963 or some shit like That's that? Pretty Jesus. Recent. That it was like, I just recent. saw like a photo of it and it was like... It was in the U.S.? Yeah. Or in France? No, in the U.S. What, so, oh, France in, has been more recent, I think. I, what, oh, no, their public execution has been more recent. They, they used like the guillotine for the last time in like the... 50s yeah. or some shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and well, and also like I mean, there's also publicized. I mean, like a they there is video of what Saddam Hussein's. No. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Like so that's 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 yeah yeah I meant yeah, like, the U S. I meant yeah, the U S. Yeah, right. Um, my last little fact about McCall, uh, and I find it to be one of the creepiest things and very old westy, and that's why I put Ooh. it in here. Okay. He was buried in a Catholic cemetery. That was later dug up to make room for the Territorial Insane Hospital. So there's a Territorial Insane Hospital that was built on an abandoned graveyard. Oh, God. In Indian Territory. Oh it's God. all three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when his body was dug up, he still had the noose around his neck. They buried him with the noose on him. Well, he, he had a tie too tight. Yeah, they couldn't <laughs> get it off. They're like, oh, well, shit. Uh, but that was it. I just found out that they had to move him because they dug up the Catholic cemetery to make room for the old insane hospital. Oh, boy. And they called it the Territorial Insane Hospital was the name of the building. Welcome to Saint Nightmares. Yes! <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, you won't get better here. Uh, those are my. Those are all my outlaws. Well, your Wild West outlaws. Yeah, uh, the Wild West ones. Yeah. So I have. I have one more outlaw, and then next week as a teaser, we're one, gonna be talking. One more outlaw. What? One right more. Now? Not. Not Old West. Now I'm gonna. I'm gonna do one that I was saving. Oh, but for this episode. For this episode, gotcha. and then next next week we are gonna do uh, Depression era outlaws. Yeah, we're gonna get into your Bonnie and Clyde's, your Dillingers, mm -hmm. your yeah, because they were yeah. notorious criminals. But you did find out that they are. They were labeled as yeah. Depression era we, outlaws because we were we were wondering if they were like officially now considered. I, I did look deeper into it because I thought about doing more of like because we were worried if they were gonna be gangsters or things. That's why I stayed away from. I didn't do stuff like Babyface, Al Capone. They were gangsters. They were organized crime. Babyface was a good singer. Yeah. But <laughs> Dillinger, but Dillinger, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dillinger and Bonnie and Clyde were on the run and wanted for a very mm -hmm. long time. Yes, yeah. And so that's where it's different. Whereas Capone was always wanted, but he wasn't running from anybody. No, he was. Yeah, he was just, held up. They, so. He was just. Yeah, they were trying to figure out how to bring him down. Yeah. He was, he was yeah. too crafty. Um, so my, kind my, of. I mean, yeah, crafty, but he like, ugh. no, he was, I mean, no, but he, he, he was he, very crafty. They only got him for tax evasion out of all the horrific things they, he did. They couldn't prove any other shit because he was so powerful. Yeah. Um, but my last outlaw, it takes us to another weird part of the world. We did our Robin Hood. We did the old West. We're going to get into the depression era. William Wallace. Oh, right. Yeah. From, from Scottish independence. Uh, a little movie called Braveheart. You if you've heard of it. It was a. Uh, Kapla. Was a <laughs> but, but Braveheart was a, a completely uh, inaccurate telling yes. of William Wallace, but but that's why I want to talk about he William was officially Wallace. considered an outlaw. The British crowned him king of the outlaws. 
is what they crowned him when they captured him. They crowned him or they just named him that? They put a crown on his head and called him King of the Outlaws. That's amazing. As punishment. Yeah, but that was it a, probably not a comfortable crown. No. But... <laughs> no. We'll get into that. It was, it was a couple sizes small. Oh, you're going to get into his execution. That's why you said you're going to no, sell... No, no, no. Okay. That's, that's not my bad stuff. That's next week. Listen in. All right. Let's talk about William yeah, Wallace. So I, I just want to give the history of William Wallace. Because uh, Braveheart is a very entertaining movie. Not so much true. William in like Wallace, a lot of different ways, even just like the way like they actually wouldn't have worn kilts. Like, no, kilts no. weren't a thing then. And like, his him on record, he doesn't exist except for that movie. war. <laughs> except for that movie. No, except for Mel his Gibson mi- made him up. Except for his military career, very little is known about William Wallace himself. Okay. So King Alexander the Third ruled Scotland. Yes. Uh, in twelve eighty six, he died after falling off of his horse. Uh, Alexander's granddaughter Margaret. Uh, basically was set to take his place in Scotland. Then she fell ill in 1290 and passed away. The problem is now you, she, had no, she was the only granddaughter of this king, and there is now no one to take the throne of Scotland. Yeah. So King Edward I says, ah, it's mine now again, because you don't have anybody, and I'm, I'm already England, so I can have it. Um, so he says, it's mine now. You don't have anybody, so I'll just take the throne uh, of Scotland as well. That sounds official. Um... <laughs> So, the, uh, sorry, my <laughs> writing. Having trouble with your handwriting there? Yes. Um, we need to post a picture of your handwriting sometime. It's bad. So, so this is not the first time this and has some happened of this, I want to. Some of this research was done early in the morning or late into the night, however you want to look at it. <laughs> um, While driving a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had my phone up and was writing with the other hand. Yep. There's a lot of speed metal Driving going my knees, drinking coffee. Uh, so and that, this, was, that was just to offset the weed. <laughs> so, so anyway what happened is so uh um the the scottish people basically formed a, an army to fight the english and keep them they never went and like attacked england at first they were just waiting and said if you come into scotland we're gonna kill you like don't come into our land so the first time stay that off they did, our lawn exactly another time of just stay it's off just, our lawn uh, come at me brah yeah. So the first or don't act, don't come at me, bro. Is what they were saying. Oh yeah, for sure. For the sure. first thing that yeah. happened is they murdered uh, William de Hesselrig, uh, the English sheriff, uh, in 1297. Of course. Oh, William de Hesselrig. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. V de Hesselrig. Yeah. Um, and so William Wallace joined with William the Hardy, uh, uh, who was the Lord of Douglas. And was they, everybody fucking named William? Yes. They carried out the raid of Scone. Which captured back some Scottish lands that had been taken, and the land was called Scone. And plenty of, of, of sweet treats for, mm-hmm. for, for tea very, time. That's, very why, that's, dry how, that's how it became. Pastries. Is that their Boston tea party? Is this the Scone, the scone party? party? <laughs> there ain't no party like a Scone party. Um, the Scone party is very uppity. Very dry. Um, <laughs> very dry. So crumbly. So crumbly. <laughs> it's very crumbly. It's, it's very frail. Um, but William Wallace slowly moved into being a position of being very intelligent with his military strategy he was great at using terrain to win battles so good at um great at king of the mountain (laughs) Ah, um, he was knighted by scottish earls and became known as a guardian of scotland which there were only a few of those they basically said you are a protector of our lands and so he was in charge of people the one thing about william wallace is he won some really good battles but he wasn't great at a lot of battles from what he thought of he won the first one because there was one bridge that came into a certain territory and they basically, it went into like a ravine and they mounted on the tops of the hills and forced the British onto this bridge. Knowing it, they weakened the bridge and the bridge collapsed, killing half the troops because all the soldiers that were on the bridge fell and died. Yeah. Um, And then they were able to kill everyone else after that and and the English retreated at that point. Um, But the problem was, so they, during that, they killed um, Hugh Cressington, who was the treasurer for... A.K.A. For... William. <laughs> no, this guy was from uh, England. Oh, okay. He also has a super English-sounding name. Like yeah, Hugh... He was in a lot of romantic comedies. Oh, hello, I'm Hugh Cressington. <laughs> um, he was the treasurer. <laughs> he lived in Scotland. I'm Stuffy McMonagle. But he was the, <laughs> the treasurer. He was the treasurer for London. After they won the battle, he was killed. He was flayed, which means they take yeah, his skin, skin off. off yeah. 
Uh, they made trophies out of the skin. Ooh. William Wallace made himself <laughs> it's like the trophies, like like best dressed in battle. <laughs> they made they made actual trophies. William Wallace skinned one piece from the top of his head down to his foot, Ooh. and made himself a baldric for his sword, which is basically something you wear on the shoulders that holds your sword. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! So that was done. Oh. So, so just so you know, when you watch these things in history, you're always like, oh, why are they picking on the Scottish? They were all very savage to each other. Every, everyone. Everyone. Like, so it was that time. You see a movie set in that time, someone's belt was another guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It should, <laughs> the costuming people have a lot of work to do when they do that. Um, old McCurdy got used. So, so. Yeah, he's also been on TV after his <laughs> He's been a belt. Uh, oh, boy. So in uh, 1298, the, the English attack again, but they used cavalry. So William Wallace came up with using something called Shiltrons. <laughs> Are those laser guns? <laughs> uh, it's best described as a circular defensive hedgehog formation. <laughs> okay. So they're throwing hedgehogs at them. Yep, they just toss hedgehogs. They, they get spears. in clumps and they stick spears oh, yeah, yeah, out. Like that, so it's yeah. basically a ball of spikes and you put those all over so that when the horse come through, they can't get into the, the people. Right. And they'll even put stakes in the ground yeah. so that it becomes this, this nightmarish gauntlet for horses to run through. However... If you did throw a hedgehog hard though at someone, you could do I some damage. Yeah, like if you were like, like especially if it's fun. rabid, it's like a like a like like a like a major league baseball like pitcher. Like, you get <laughs> Randy Johnson hucking a few of those. <laughs> yeah. Johnson, oh my god, just cool. hanging back. <laughs> uh, speaking of distance, yeah, you can do that, waiting for the horses to come through. But then those horses can also stop, and the archers can move forward. Yeah. And then you're just balls of people. Yeah. Not knowing that. Uh, English archers opened up with longbows, killing half of the people standing in these hedgehog formations before the cavalry came through. <laughs> um, they did kill a lot of British horses, but they ended up losing the battle, and at this point it is that William Wallace is captured and turned over to England. He was actually turned over by a Scottish knight who betrayed him on the battlefield. Oh, shit. Uh, it was a Scottish knight who was actually loyal to England and didn't tell him that. His name was John de Mantieth. Um, so he fought with William Wallace and in the middle of battle goes, just kidding, I'm on their side. Uh, betrayed him, turned him over. <laughs> That's some Game of Thrones But I think shit. in, in, in the, the movie, I believe it's, uh, William the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Who the betrays <laughs> him. Um, and Robert the Bruce actually did not. He fought for Scotland the whole time and yeah. ended up taking the throne, uh, or... He didn't take the throne. He helped get the throne and then put someone else. I can't remember who they put in place, but Robert the Bruce is one who claimed the throne for Scotland. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the movie paints him as a monster, and it wasn't him. But, then, like, then, 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 but he was a famous person in history. But doesn't he redeem himself at the end of the movie? He, he does. Uh, he says the line, you bled with Wallace, bleed with me. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen that movie um, a few times. But William Wallace... I saw a vibe, but it's so long. You're so long. <laughs> that, was so two, that was two VHS tapes, y'all. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's end the episode on William Wallace's execution. I, I yeah, fucking knew yeah, it! Yeah, you would. I fucking knew it, you piece of shit. But he I was crowned it. with a garland of oak and called King of the Outlaws. What's a garland of oak? I think it's just a circle just, of like okay, oak so, branches but the, it was uncomfortable because they made two it wasn't sizes like two thorns small. it wasn't but it wasn't <laughs> two sizes too small it was so it's either like a tiny it was either it was painful, a medium he's an xl it was either painful <laughs> or it was there to mock him either yeah, sure. Sure, both um, um he was charged as a traitor uh to england and he said his response was i cannot be a traitor to edward for i was never his subject oh yeah. shit yeah so in 1305 he was stripped and dragged naked through the city by horse that's just ugh, he that's was then uh hung but released while still alive, emasculated, eviscerated, and his bowels were burned before him. Uh, he was beheaded and quartered. His head was displayed on London Bridge, and his four limbs were sent across uh, Britain to Newcastle, Berwick, Stirling, and Perth, where they were also put on display. Now, I've heard that that might not be true. That was just in my research. I, well, no, and that's always been the legend, but I, but I thought I, I saw something about him that they said that, that they didn't send the limbs out. I think they might have just burned his body. And they could have. They could have. Well, also, they definitely put his head up. Yeah, for sure. And but they yeah, also, they also the body may have been burned. They didn't. They probably didn't need to have specifically his limbs. They could have put any limbs up and then had that story to influence the power of it. Still, like that's you yeah, can just I say shit so. and be like, "Hey, this leg does belong to him. Don't fuck." Or, or not even or, or, or just in the city. If you're just like, "Yeah, we sent his arms to be blah 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 blah," yeah. and that just story gets out. Yeah, like, yeah. but William Wallace. Not sure. I I can't prove William that, Wallace said, to but. his death though. In the movie, that is true. Freedom! He, yeah, well, he didn't yell freedom, but he, I know. he defended what he had 
done all the way to his death. And he knew he was going to die, and he took it in stride. That was just what was going to happen. But he was, I do want to say that he was known he as such... It. Watching your, your your bowels be burned before you is taking it in stride. Sure. Like, very tame wave. Like, um, but he, he was, was so chill. He was <laughs> chill. brilliant in a military way. It's just... He was he was so good at using what he had, but I don't think he planned out for what the British had. Yeah, yeah it's, um, I mean they would they were always going to be but, a superior like the well, British. Well, that's had, such a tough. They, they had, had such a large amount of troops and forces well, compared to what Scotland had. But, and yeah, just just already, um, they were already kind of a dynasty. I will like, say though, even though he didn't actually yell freedom as he was being whatevered in the movie. That, that part of the movie gives me chills every time. Oh, I know. That's a, every single time when he shouts freedom, it gives me chills. I know it's coming. Scream, sugar tats. <laughs> <laughs> so that's those are my that's my outlaws. I traveled across the ocean there for one more outlaw when we come back. To research it? Yeah, I did. Wow. I, went, I went to Scotland. Jesus. Is that why uh, you look so tan? In my car while driving. <laughs> You got tan in Scotland? I was just I don't think they're known for being tan over there. No, I looked tan over there. Oh, well, that's great. Well, that's perfectly like right there in an hour. So, and so can... next week is going to be our depression era. Again. Depression we'll learn era about uh, Dillinger, Bonnie, and Clyde, and and finally yeah. outlaws with cars. <laughs> I look forward to yeah, that. We've, oh, we've been waiting. Me oh, and Caleb have been pretty pissed the first four weeks that no one's had a car yet. Yeah, and like why? I mean, that just I can relate more to an outlaw with well, a car. How else are you gonna get away from the law if you don't have a car? Right? Or at least some kind of moped. That's why all these guys died so young. They didn't have a car. I know. If Billy the or Kid like, just had a Vespa, he would have been, been fine. Well, shit, that'll do it. Uh, please be sure to just uh, to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't yet, and uh, leave us a five star review. We would like some of those. And, and, if you, and if you're listening, you clearly like the show. So why aren't you? I mean, yeah. really, this is on you at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can like <laughs> us. You can, do you like how I ask them to do something nice for us and then immediately guilt them? Do your homework. Do <laughs> you piece of shit. Be nice to us. <laughs> leave a great review, you assholes. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, and you'll you'll see nothing because we're so bad at Twitter. But yeah. <laughs> but, but that's what people ask for <laughs> and fucking things and email us at the podcast people ask to follow on twitter uh and email us advancedbspodcast at gmail.com if you have if you have any things you want to send you think we find interesting or if you want to send in topics we haven't said that in a while we, we yeah send us topics we do like taking topics from people and we've done it in the past one of i think only one of our months game show months was a suggestion though but so, we really haven't gotten that many suggestions yet but well, if yeah, there's we, something you want to hear about i was, I was trying know. to i was trying to be coy about that no we, but i want some <laughs> Well, next month's going to be a... We already know... Next, well, I won't say what it is now, but next month was a suggestion from, mm-hmm. from somebody. That's true. So, well, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. See? So we do them, guys. You just got to email us. Yep. Just email us your topics that you want to know everything about. Yeah. And, and then we'll make dick jokes while we're telling you the yep. information. And we'll probably screw up half the information. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm but sure, you'll learn I'm a, sure lot. a lot of this could be debunked. But, yep. Yep. <laughs> but uh, all right, then. One more week of Outlaws next week, and then and then that'll, be, that'll wrap up the month. So yep. thanks for listening, and goodbye. Later. Later.